What are you going to do with your kids? How are you going to get this schooling done? What are you going to do with the summer? News yesterday, of course, that overnight camps, not going to happen this summer. That is so disappointing. My son had an overnight camp thing booked. He loves going to that camp. Canceled. Corey Mandel is the owner of something called Camp Timberlane. Joins me on the line. Corey, what is Camp Timberlane? We are an overnight camp in Halliburton, Ontario. Been around for 64 years. Uh, we were uh, we have about 550 kids, 250 staff, not only from Toronto but uh, from all over the world. And uh, yeah, we were devastated by the news that the government shared with us yesterday. Does it add up to you when you see that they're saying, well, maybe you know, day camps can operate, but overnight camps can't? Well, that's, I mean, that's the part that uh, I find baffling because to me, an overnight, the day camps are going to have a situation where they have ins and outs all the time. And doesn't matter how many kids they have, if they scale down their occupancy to 25%, these kids are still going home at the end of the day. They're still coming in contact with their parents who have gone to work. And all of that gets multiplied by the amounts of people that these people have touched. And then they come back into a camping environment. Whereas in an overnight camp environment, we we had uh, put together a framework of guiding the safe operation of, of our camp where um, ideally we would test kids before coming into the camp. And once they're in, they're in, and there's no ins and outs. So they would come in, there would be a rollout of um, so uh, how we would um, quarantine kids at the very beginning of camp just to make sure everything was working as planned. And then uh, slowly we become more social as the summer progressed. But this would be a system in place where we were creating a bubble. And, and once that bubble is created, no, there would be no, no way, if, uh, ideally, um, of anyone coming in and out of camp or, or penetrating that. Yeah, but look at those numbers. I mean, I, I, I appreciate that, that that's a great idea, test them on the way in. But look at the testing numbers today. We only be able to uh, accomplish 7,000, 7,500 tests pretty much. And what you're saying is that you would have to have testing for those kids on the way in. And I, I'm not sure the province has the capacity to do that kind of thing. So there's a, there's a couple, that opens up a couple conversations is whether or not, uh, why is testing not available? Um, so we, we, in the U.S., they're operating quite differently. There's a lot of U.S. camps right now that are opening, and they have testing available. And um, apparently that those tests are available in Canada. They're right now, they're being held at the federal level and being reviewed. But um, we know they're here. We know that they could become accessible. And it's a question of how quickly that we could expedite, expedite this through the government. So then, if you were able to get the testing, the the what the premier said when was asked about this is like you know you got kids in bunkies, all of that sort of thing. I think I think it would be difficult to to create that bubble that you're talking about. No kids coming in or out, or no parents coming in or out. I think that's that that would be a concern for parents. Uh, no, not for an overnight camp parent. It wouldn't. Um, I, after that message that the premier put out yesterday, and, and I'm not joking when I tell you close to a thousand emails of parents that uh, the kids were holding on to the to the uh, opportunity that they'd be going to camp this summer that's what's getting them through the last three months um we are in put halliburton we're in a closed off area um once the kids are tested and they're in i mean yes uh you know traditionally we have a visitor's day where parents would come up and visit the kids for a day but that's canceled there's no days off out of camp so staff are always staying in camp food deliveries get delivered outside of the camp and brought into the camp um, so there is a way of, of creating that bubble. It's, listen, it's a, again, it's, it's not working under normal circumstances, but we've had to navigate this in the past with H1N1 and SARS, and, and we got through it. And, and norovirus, is a, even though it's not a, it wasn't a pandemic, is something that goes through camp so quickly. 
and we had to put uh, provisions in camp to uh, stop the spread of a norovirus when it came into camp years ago. Um, uh, there, there's things that you can do to accommodate. This one is about creating that bubble and not letting uh, not letting anyone get through it. And if you can do that, um, it's it's far better odds than kids. And what I, I can't imagine what kids are going to do this summer, and what they're going to do um, in, in the city. Like right now, for example, uh, my offices are on Young Street, and I understand that the government has now allowed storefront owners to open up. And you know, I was watching yesterday during during a beautiful day that that uh, the sidewalks were busy and people were walking up and down the street. Um, how is that any better right now than what we're, you know, it doesn't even compare to what we're talking to. We're talking about taking the kids and keeping them safe. Corey Mandel is the owner of Camp Timberlane. A really interesting perspective, and I, I certainly agree with you. I don't know what the kids are going to do, and for all of us parents, uh, it was disappointing news yesterday. Corey, thank you so much for being on the program. You got it. Thank you.